the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you for tuning in today and spending your last evening in September with us. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode is called Let's Explore Discipleship. So I'm going to jump right in and consider a passage of Scripture from Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 8. In that, that passage, here's what's recorded. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. A scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Uh, what we learn from that, first of all, is discipleship is a personal relationship. It's fascinating to me that Jesus withdrew from the crowds and he got himself away from the crowds and they began talking with his disciples and they found an opportunity for personal engagement and relationship with Christ. What we also hear just from that introduction is that discipleship is a following. Think about what was said by the scribe teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. So today we're exploring discipleship. Let's explore discipleship. You know, we can believe that discipleship is personal and it's a following. We can even say that. But listen to the challenge that Jesus gives. Jesus replied, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said, let me first go bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. See, we learn from this verse that true discipleship is not measured by your good intentions. You might even have good intentions today. I want to go to church. I, I, I want to give in the offering. I, I want to serve in ministry. You, you have the intentions of trusting God. But see, discipleship is not measured by your good intentions. Rather, discipleship or spiritual growth is achieved in practicing the teachings of Jesus. So let's explore discipleship in practicing these teachings. There are four thoughts I want to explore with you today, and we're going to get started right here. Number one, as we explore discipleship, we have to know that there is a call of discipleship. So I'm calling this the call 
to discipleship. You would agree with me that Jesus' message is a message of love, compassion. Jesus' message is one of selflessness. But wonder, what does it cost when we follow him? There, there's a call to this, and, and it costs something. One of the key teachings of Jesus is the idea of self-sacrifice. Jesus said in Matthew 16, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. See, we respond to the call of discipleship with self-sacrifice. I might sacrifice playing pickleball with a friend of mine so I can play basketball with my kids. I actually did that this week, skipped out on playing some pickleball and played with my three youngest kids. I might prefer if I went out on a date with my wife to go get some good deep dish Chicago pizza. My wife might might choose to go out to a nice seafood restaurant and I might yield to her preference. But see, Jesus' words in Matthew 16 expand beyond simple choices and preferences. His words are to deny yourself. It's true as we hear the explanation that salvation is a free gift, but following Jesus, salvation, it's the free gift that costs you everything. And this is the call to discipleship, to lay down your dreams and your goals and your pursuits. You know, I guess I could say it like this. Following Jesus is dying to yourself, and you can not live for Christ without dying to yourself. Jesus said it, whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So I, at one point, well, as a musician, I was studying at a state university, I was studying music, and I went uh, to the university to take private lessons from a renowned trumpet player who would work with a well-known artist. And I was already a Christian. I was already following Jesus. But in a prayer time, God spoke to me and gave me this vocational call to, to ministry. So I left the state university. I commuted to a close college for a semester and then went into Bible college. See, as a Christian, my call expanded to putting aside the trajectory I was on. As we explore discipleship, we lay these things down, die to our own dreams, and we pick up our cross and we follow. We follow Jesus. Following includes suffering, and sometimes it can include missing out, or it can it can include grief, but suffering is part of it. it, it so think about these three words, deny, suffer, deny yourself, suffer, pick up your cross, and follow. Following is an action. When we follow Jesus, there's an action to it. You cannot be a disciple without taking action. Faith is not just doing good. It's not just being perfect. It's not attending church every Sunday. Faith is not reading your Bible and praying every day. Simply, faith is following Jesus. So there's one, a call to discipleship. But as we explore discipleship, I want to talk about the cost of discipleship. Luke chapter 14, Jesus uh, used an analogy of building a tower to illustrate the, the concept of counting the cost. Jesus advises this. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit and count the cost, whether he's had enough to complete it? See, similarly, we must evaluate our commitment and be prepared for challenges that may arise. We must evaluate the cost. I can remember wanting to go to grad school for so many years, and I just didn't see a way to pay for it. And so I couldn't go into debt, and I delayed. 
eventually I was able to find an opportunity to engage. I didn't know where the finances were, would come from, God provided, but I, I timed my participation that way based on counting the cost. Think about the words of Jesus. As we explore discipleship today, think about Jesus' words. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, yes, hate even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. See, this is what it means to deny yourself. Everything in life is less important than Christ. Jesus explains the suffering. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. If you're not denying everything that is yours and you're not suffering, you cannot really identify as a disciple according to Jesus. So what is the cost of following Jesus? Here's how Jesus would answer that. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. This is powerful. We must denounce everything and yield everything to Christ. So let's explore discipleship, the call to discipleship, the cost of discipleship. And I'll introduce the third point here, the sacrifice and service of discipleship. Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, for even the son of man came to be served or excuse me, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. The sacrifice. See, achievement in the corporate world is having people under you. Yet the greatest position in the kingdom of God is serving others. Serving and sacrifice go together. Jesus gave his life as a ransom. We're taught to love our neighbor Philippians captures this thinking, reflecting on Christ. Let each one of you look not only to his own interests, but to the interests of others. As we explore discipleship, sacrifice and service of discipleship, when you serve in the church, we're trained to most often serve according to our gifts. And I say, yes, let that be the case. But I want to give us this warning because serving is about others. Serving is not about you. It's not just about you and your gift. Serving is prioritizing another. Serving is worship to God. Serving is sacrifice. And serving is joy. Yes, there's joy because we're fulfilled, because we use our gifts and we serve according to our passions and we do all of those things. But the joy comes in others being fulfilled. So this is what it means to sacrifice and to serve. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and I'm going to be back and we will continue our conversation exploring discipleship. Let's explore discipleship. To this point, we've talked about the call of discipleship. That call includes that we follow Jesus, not ourselves, but we follow Jesus. The call includes self-sacrifice, sacrificing who we are, denial, denying ourselves. This is the call of discipleship. We've also talked through the cost of discipleship. Discipleship would explain salvation as the free gift that cost you everything, laying down your life, your thoughts, your ideas, so you can wholly, fully, completely pursue Jesus. And we've talked about the sacrifice and the service of discipleship, where we set aside and sell everything in our minds, every way we set it aside. We focus and we put our emphasis on Jesus, 
and we express that as we put our focus on others. After break, we're going to talk about the reward of discipleship, the call, the cost, the sacrifice and service, and get ready to hear about the reward of discipleship. So stay tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, and you're listening on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. back. Thank you so much for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to, uh, I'm here to encourage you uh, today to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Let's explore discipleship. You know, I want to tell you this. People are not lining up for discipleship opportunities. I can remember in college, a discipleship opportunity came to several people, and I was one of a few that met one-on-one with a disciple maker. Very few people did this. Uh, we, we would announce a discipleship group in our church. We just did this. We started a new group, a discipleship group, uh, and it was part of launching four new small groups at our church. Intriguingly, the discipleship group was the smallest of the groups. I wonder why this is. Why is participating in discipleship so uh, limited? I think people feel like discipleship sounds like work. It sounds like it's unknown. It sounds like a there's a classroom involved. It sounds, uh, you know, discipleship sounds like this. You're just going to point out all the things I'm doing wrong. I might have to do something that I'm not comfortable doing, but but discipleship is not about all of those things. Simply put, discipleship is about following Jesus. Discipleship is about discovering biblical truth and aligning your behaviors with that truth. So today's episode, we're talking about exploring discipleship. So let's explore discipleship. There's a call of discipleship where we follow Jesus. This is the call. It's a call to self-sacrifice and denial. There's a cost of discipleship. It's the free gift that costs you everything. Then there's a sacrifice and a service of discipleship. But the last point that I'll focus on in this part of the show is the reward of discipleship. The reward of discipleship. In Matthew 4.19, Jesus said, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Fishers of men. Discipleship. When we follow, okay, first of all, let's be reminded that discipleship is a following Sometimes I've seen churches create leaders, and and my master's degree was in leadership. I love leadership. I love leadership development. I love training. I love growing. But sometimes congregations have made their discipleship effort a Christian version of leadership development. I'm a little put off by that because I think discipleship is the exact opposite of that. Discipleship is not... Leadership development. Discipleship is followership development. Discipleship is all about following Jesus. And he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. What I love about Jesus here is when we follow him, he said, I will make you. I will make you fishers of men. I will make you. Jesus looks at you and as you follow him, he forms and shapes your heart and, and your thinking is renewed in your mind and he forms every part of your life and he uses his creative nature to put something new inside of you. He makes you. 
if your past is filled with mistakes, if, if you've blown it in your life, Christ can form and shape you into a new creation. He shapes you. But he says, I'll make you fishers. See, God wants to develop you the way that he created you. In other words, we do not need to be someone different or something different than we are. God will take his design and continue to strengthen and morph it. He told fishermen, you will fish, but you're going to fish for people. I'll make you fishers of men. And that phrase of men, this is the fact that God shapes us for his design to accomplish his mission, to take the gospel everywhere. See, your fulfillment as you are following Christ is, is you can serve according to your design, but everything that you do is not for you. It's for the glory of God and the serving of his mission. As a kid on Sunday mornings, I would get up and my dad would play music and he would play records. Uh, I can remember the Imperials, if you know who they are. We'd hear them every Sunday morning. Uh, this was the era, the end of the area where, where there, my dad sometimes would use eight tracks Cassette tapes were coming in over these, this period of my life. He even had a reel-to-reel that we would hear sometimes. During the season, I got into Keith Green. I even play Keith Green for some of my kids now. And one of the songs that, that Keith Green did is he talks about the sheep and the goats. And I say that because it's a powerful illustration that Jesus talks about in Matthew 25. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. In this illustration of the sheep and goats, the sheep responded to the needs of others while the goats did not. Goats will serve Christ, but not necessarily the needs of others. And here's what Jesus said. And the king will answer, truly, I say to you, to the sheep. As you did it to the least of these brothers of mine, you did it unto me. Here's what the goats heard. Truly, I say, if you did not do it to the least of these brothers of mine, you did not do it to me. See, when we serve others, we will hear what the sheep hear enter in. When we don't, we will hear depart from me. See, the reward of discipleship is hearing the words, enter in, come and be with me for all of eternity. And eternity is going to happen. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, the voice of an archangel, the sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. Jesus is coming back. And those who follow him, those that are disciples, will spend eternity with him. The reward is that we abide, is abiding with Christ. You've heard the passage, greater love has no one than this, than he who lay his life down for his friends. Well, that uh, is preceded by the story that Jesus tells of the vine and the branches. And in that story, we know that the vine is Christ. The vine is the source. The vine is where everything comes from. The branches grow from the vine. I have this ornamental tree in the front yard of mine, and the branches are growing, and there are these shoots that come off the main branches. I need to trim it down if I want that tree to remain ornamental. See, we need to prune our gardens. If if things are, are growing so leafy, if we don't prune them, we will not produce vegetables. 
See, here's the idea. We might believe everything that the Bible says, but the reward of discipleship doesn't come to just those who believe it. The reward of discipleship comes to those who behave it, those who can abide with Christ, who know Christ, who find strength in Christ. You know, without him, we can't even bear fruit of eternal value. I am the vine, you're the branches. Whoever abides in me, Jesus said, and I in him, he will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. If we're not with Christ, if we don't abide with him, we can do nothing. See, abiding is aligning with Christ, following his desires. Because when we ask anything in his name, it will be done. When we start asking what he wants, the fruit of our life, here's the reward, glorifies God. So how do we abide? How do we abide in Christ? If you keep my commands, Jesus said, you will abide in my love. And then he exemplified this. He said, just like I kept my father's commands and abide in his love, Christ is the example. We can be full of joy if we follow his example. One of the most famous verses of the Bible is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The reward of discipleship is that we do not perish, but we have eternal life. You can use discipleship coaching to discover God and align your behaviors with him. You know, discipleship coaching helps you explore biblical truth at your pace. It helps you apply the learning from God's word in your context. This is what a discipleship coach does, helps you grow in Christ in your pace and in your context. A discipleship coach helps you respond to God's activity in your life. So I'll ask, are you interested in growing in Christ? A discipleship coach can help you pursue Christ. Maybe you're listening today and you're curious if you're ready to be coached. On any topic, maybe discipleship, something spiritual, personal, business, any area of your life. Today, you can visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and take our free coaching readiness questionnaire. I'd love to partner with you as your coach. Life, business, spiritual, discipleship coaching. Visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Be sure to follow our show and your discipleship coach podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. Uh, to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsor, Professional Coach University, where you can maximize your potential at Professional Coach University. You can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Visit professionalcoachuniversity.com to learn more. There you can sign up for their email list and explore all the coaching opportunities made available to you by Professional Coach University. Let me remind you today that I am for you. I think more importantly, God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here is where I help you apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Thanks for listening. You've been listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. 
Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's your discipleship coach.com partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.